BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The uh, trio of scientists at the University of Chicago uh, did a, uh, a giant study that's just come out. And as usual with these studies, I've, I've dug into some of the coverage of it and uh, the summaries of it and, and the publishing of various charts and stuff. And it's pretty good. I found a really good version in the Wall Street Journal. But going back to the original study, just scanning it, and I realized, oh, man, there's a lot more here. Really interesting. Mm. So I'm making it my homework today to print out the whole damn thing, highlight it, and bring it to you in a little more detail tomorrow. Uh, but the basics are interesting enough. These uh, guys from the uh, University of Chicago Department of Economics took a look at all 50 states and D.C. during COVID and examined three things. Health outcomes, economic performance throughout the pandemic, and impact on education. To get a holistic view of which set of policies were best. As opposed to the idiotic... I get angry even thinking about it. Various governors, we're going to follow the science. Like the lunkhead governor of California. <laughs> lunkhead. <laughs> who pretended like the only issue to human beings in existence was COVID. Not mm. education, not depression, not cancer, not the economy, not jobs. Nothing mattered but COVID. Or and freedom. Oh, right. Thank you. Get Thomas freaking Payne over here, and I appreciate the input. That's absolutely right. And as uh, one brilliant editorial uh, we read to you, and I wish I remember who who wrote it, but as they pointed out, fixating on one concern, one outcome, and ignoring the rest is the opposite of leadership. It's cowardice. So anyway, uh, here's your basic summary. Oh, da, 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 da. Again, we're looking at... Um, Health outcomes, 
the economy, and education. It's a revealing study that belies much of the conventional medical and media wisdom during the pandemic, especially in its first year when severe lockdowns were described as the best and the only moral policy. You remember that, right? So the table shows the state's rankings on a combined score of the three variables. Utah ranked first by a considerable margin. They really did well uh, over Nebraska and Vermont, which were uh, second and third. Uh, for instance, well, they go into detail on Vermont. How many Vermonters do we have listening? Show of hands, not that many. Uh, but your top states, um, counting from the best to about the 10th best, Utah, Nebraska, Vermont, Montana, South Dakota, Florida, New Hampshire, Maine, Arkansas, and Idaho. Well, now, obviously, Florida gets a lot of people's attention. when Because yeah, there are a lot of states there with very small populations, mostly rural. Uh, but then you hit Florida, and, you know, Florida's jam-packed full of people, and it's been pretty controversial. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, giving a big speech in his state of the state address just a couple of days ago about how much better the outcomes were in California than Florida. Right, right. Yeah, it's just a lie. It, 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 it's worse than a lie. It's a bizarre twisting of the truth. Uh, you know... I'm tempted to just stick to the science in this and and let the results uh, stand and you can draw your own conclusions. I I'm I don't have the self-control though to not point out to you of the top 10 performers only one had a democratic governor. Maine. The top 10 worst performers again, uh the economy uh, education, specifically lost school days and mortality, which was adjusted for age, obesity, and diabetes, by the way, which is a very responsible thing to do because it, it, there are enormous differences in average and median ages uh, in the in the United States. I mean, the difference between Florida, say, and, uh, and uh, let me think, what's a particular, Colorado is a very young state. Um, so you have to equalize for those. Anyway, uh, moving along, your 10 worst states, counting down to the very, very worst. Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Nevada, Maryland, Illinois, California, which was uh, the fifth worst in America. What the hell is going on? (laughs) New Mexico, New York, D.C., and New Jersey. DFL, as we say, only one of the worst performers, Maryland, had a Republican governor, for what it's worth. Yeah, well, to me, that's clearly a better way to look at the performance to have, obviously, COVID, COVID deaths, one of the statistics, but you got to include other stuff, education, mental health, everything, um, as opposed to... I wonder if that's just the whole difference. I think most of your Democrat governors, they had one number in, that they were interested in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah, to delve into some of the details in this thing, which are quite interesting, the top 10 in the rankings are smaller states, with the notable exception of Florida, which ranks sixth. Recall how the Sunshine State's decision to open itself relatively soon after the first lockdowns was derided as cruel and destructive. Governor Ron DeSantis was called Governor Death Sentence. Yeah. The study ranks Florida 28th in mortality, right in the middle of the pack. With an old population. Although they did adjust for age. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
Um, and, you know, one might argue, well, it's a warm weather state, so people could open the windows more. Okay, that's an interesting thing uh, to consider. Let's discuss it. Let's just not spout idiotic nonsense. Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, Gavin Newsom, whatever crooks in charge in New Jersey until his mob ties bring him down, allegedly. Um <laughs> Let's talk honestly about it. Um, so the study ranks Florida 28th in mortality and middle of the pack about the same as California, which ranks 27th, despite its far more stringent lockdowns and school closures. For instance, Calif- uh, I'm sorry, Florida ranks third for the least education loss. So that's good to rank third. That's fabulous. 13th in economic performance. Okay, so in the top yeah, quarter or so. In that, California ranks 47th overall because its shutdowns crushed the economy, 40th place, Cal Unicornia, and in-person school, 50th. Almost last, if not for, I think, the existence of New Jersey or D.C. I can't remember who's in 51st place. Dead freaking last in education and in the in the bottom quadrant in the economy. Unbelievable. While doing no better with mortality that is uh that that's practically a crime yeah yeah uh, and, we're all uh, human we all fall short sometimes yeah well you have you lunkhead uh the most extreme example at, in oh, Cal- go ahead. at in california in a very blue town i was at the post office yesterday and uh i just I, God, I hate it when i have to go to the post office i had something to mail i didn't know any other way to do it other than actually going up to the desk but anyway um i'm standing in line and uh at some point i look up from my phone and realize everybody in here is wearing a mask do you have to wear a mask and no you don't have to wear a mask but it, it, there was a line of probably 15 people and then four people working there everybody in a mask but me the so you know that attitude leads to more shutdown there's no doubt about it yeah, it is a cultural in such an odd yeah, way that yeah. we've been discussing now for a couple of years. But you are going to get more shutting down with that and more acceptance of shutdown. So just to summarize, the bottom 10 states are dominated by states that had the most stringent lockdowns and were among the last to reopen school with very little, very little advantage in saving lives. Uh, the one, the, the extreme trade-off case, which is kind of interesting, is Hawaii, which is obviously an isolated island state. They locked down like it's China, the closest to Chinese policy of any state uh, in the Union. And they had, uh, they were first place in mortality by a big margin, uh, but finished last in economic performance and 46th in education. Uh, New York, whose former governor Andrew Cuomo was celebrated as a COVID hero, ranks 49th overall. Hmm. I think we probably still have our montage of Cuomo sexuals and he's a real hero. 49th. Economic shutdown put New York in 48th place in the economy, had no payoff in mortality, which is 47th. New Jersey ranks last with miserable performance across the board. Governor Phil Murphy didn't save lives, but he did savage the economy and punish students as he followed the teachers' union demands on school closures to rank 41st on education. Yeah, sorry, Gavin, we also didn't heap being a slave to the teachers' unions on the list of your sins. I apologize for the uh, oversight. Yeah, that's maddening. The uh, the emphasis on cases of COVID and ignoring kids' schooling and the economy, your ability to make a living. It's just, it's uh, very maddening. 
Oh, and I have some great information on measuring learning loss during the pandemic, if you like. Uh, for instance, uh, and this is about Cal Unicorny again, eighth graders were already a grade level behind in 2019 before the pandemic, but due to a year of lost learning, et cetera, et cetera, they scored the same as they did two years ago, two years of no learning in, in math in California. Yeah, well, yeah, I experienced that myself. Yay, uh, teachers' unions. Yay, teachers' unions. I was talking to a woman yesterday. Um, she's probably early 40s, I would guess. Very nice person. And I don't know where she gets her information or whatever, but she runs a business. One of your essential businesses has been open or whatever. And uh, first time I'd ever seen her face, so it was weird. I'd been doing business with her for quite a while and had no idea what she looked like. But I saw her without a mask. And I said, how you doing? Uh, getting getting used to not wearing a mask? I, said, I don't know. You know, I'm trying it out. It makes me a little uncomfortable. And I said, yeah, I said, I've been going into work the whole time, the whole two years. She said, well, yeah, this, you know, this was open and uh, I haven't done anything in two years and I'm starting to think about maybe getting out there, but I don't know. It just kind of makes me scared. And I just thought that's just so sad. Oh, that is sad. That's so sad. I hadn't been, you know, hadn't eaten anywhere, haven't gone anywhere just to working back for the last two years. And I don't know. Like I said, I don't know where you get your information. If you, if you, I, I, I'm not going to argue with anybody or whatever, but do you realize if you go 10 miles away to a different town with different politics, nobody's wearing a mask, hasn't been for a long time, and there aren't dead bodies everywhere, all right? There aren't dead bodies everywhere. Everybody's fine. Are you aware of that? And I said, yeah, I've had COVID twice. I said, oh, my gosh, what was it like? I was kind of sick for a day the first time, and I didn't really notice it the second time. <laughs> Just like, oh, my God, you had it. So I don't I don't know how it got into people's heads that the idea of getting COVID was, oh, my God, whereas my theory is uh, maybe I get it, maybe I don't. I don't care. The I think and I've never put it quite this starkly and simply before, but it's clearly true. The the cardinal sin, the original sin of Trump, at least from the point of view of the left, and they, and they have a, at least a small point. The original sin was he was cavalier about COVID. Mm. So to prove your anti-Trump bona fides, you are terrified of COVID and you take it brutally seriously. That's it. That's the founding of that religion. And you cannot depart from that founding principle. And, and blue cities haven't. And again, as you point out, 15 miles away, it's a complete alternate reality and everybody's fine. But you can't penetrate the mind of the religious fundamentalists with that information. They won't hear it. Yeah, never saw that coming with the pandemic. Very interesting. People are nuts. Human beings are crazy. Um, Fear them. Stay away from them if you can. Armstrong and Getty.